Blog Talk Radio. Hey, what up, Q? What up, Radio World? <laughs> My name is Quincy.
then journey on over to TalkToQ.com. And if you can't listen to the entire show live, then you can find T2Q on iTunes and just pick up where you left off. Maintenance complete. T2Q radio show number 474 starts right after words from TruthDevour.com and LiquidLifeDrops.us. From the Enigma series comes the contemporary romantic trilogy by author Truth Devour. Wanton, the winner of the L.A. Book Festival romance category, is the first book in the trilogy that will get your heart pumping from the start. This is no ordinary love story. Its depth of range eloquently transitions moods from sexually electrifying to nostalgic to existential. An unforgettable journey which will leave you pleasurably aching for more. If it feels so good loving the wrong person, imagine how wonderful it's going to be when you love the right one. Now is your time. Truth Devour. www.truthdevour.com Congratulations on your decision to achieve a healthier lifestyle and seek optimum health. It's a noble and wise goal that will help you live a longer and healthier life. Liquid Life Drops are made from high-quality and completely natural ingredients that work along with your body's natural processes to help you feel better. Our product is non-homeopathic and in liquid form. It contains no hormones and is 100% safe. It has a very pleasant taste and is sweetened with stevia. Liquid Life Drops has a variety of health benefits. Not only do they make you feel great, they also support maintaining weight and weight loss if you need to lose a few pounds. Please contact us at www.liquidlifedrops.us if you have any questions. We are here for you and success. All right, my thanks to TruthDevour.com and LiquidLifeDrops.us for being sponsors of the Talk to Q radio show. Now, you know, there are a lot of people who want more intimacy out of their relationship or marriage. However, you know, their significant other doesn't appear to be in the mood. Well, what's the problem? Why are they not showing you any interest physically? Well, could be a number of reasons, but I brought on a guest to discuss seven reasons. From the northern part of California, her name is synonymous to sex. Please welcome back to the show, Miss D.I.P. herself, Mary LaBelle from the Dirty and Public blog site. Mary, how's it going? It's going great. Hi, Q. I miss you. It's been so long. It has been. It's been way too long. But you know what? We're reunited, and it feels so good. So good. <laughs> So how's everything going with you? What's going on with Dirty in Public? And what's going on with um, the podcast with you and Susie, the single dating diva? Uh, single dating diva, Susie and I are really busy. Um, we're turning up the, the volume on our podcast, and we're doing regularly every two weeks. It gets released on iTunes or Stitcher. Everybody go check it out. It's Sex Love Chat Podcast. And uh, we're just having a lot of fun with it. And uh, I've been uh, really sick, so I kind of took a, a break from writing, but I'm getting back in the game. So. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that, and I hope that you're doing better. I am. I am. Uh, I'm glad I'm better for the show, actually. I didn't have a voice for like a week. I sounded like Kermit the Frog, which wasn't sexy at all. <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay, okay. Well, I'm glad you're doing better. You sound fine. Um, Thank you. And it's nice to know that you and Susie are taking it up a notch over there. So I think that's yeah. great. I always enjoy the uh, tweet chats that you all do on Wednesday nights. Um, it's usually a lot of fun when I can get in and try to participate. I'll usually pop in for just a couple of questions and I end up disappearing because I'm preparing for the show. But I know. Um, it's I, Wednesdays at uh, 6 Pacific and 9 Eastern, which I know backs right into your, your Wednesday night shows. And Yeah, yeah, but I like to try to participate whenever I can, so always a lot of fun. All right, so we'll go ahead and get started. I'm sure some show legends will be joining us soon. 347-202-0215 is the number on the Talk to Q radio show, brought to you by TruthDevour.com. All right, now, Mary, everyone who's in a relationship or a marriage uh, would like to be able to get the level of intimacy that they crave. However, we have some who just don't get enough. So just we're just, you know, brainstorming right here, just throwing out stuff. I mean, what do you think would be the best way to get more sex out of your mate? I mean, like, you know, your mate specifically, what could you do to get them more interested in or get them more in the mood? Well, my mate's really easy, so... <laughs> <laughs> to work too hard at it um um, i think that of course there are times when you know there's lots of distractions and i think that one of the things that i do to to keep it you know keep it keep the desire high and to keep you know sex as a priority and i think a lot of Mm -hmm. times that's what happens sex just doesn't become a priority anymore and i think Mm -hmm. you got to keep it a priority like it has to be like a conscious decision it's like you know when you're too tired at night and you're you don't even want to brush your teeth but you make that conscious decision to brush your teeth anyways before you go to sleep i think sex has to be the same thing you have to set that bar and that priority i'm not saying like you schedule it but you know let them know that you're still interested let them know that it's a priority for you and i think that's the first thing is is that voicing what it, how important it is to you and them telling you how important it is to them and then trying to keep that priority cuz daily life sucks man it's really stressful sometimes and illnesses and kids and you know schedule over scheduling and so i think that like i said just keep it a priority um sexy text messages that kind of stuff always helps too oh yes most definitely. That's a favorite of mine. Um, on Twitter, Dre chimed in, and he says, do some chores around the house. That's what helped mm-hmm. when he was married. Okay. Oh. And let me go to the 248 area code outside the Motor City of Detroit. Crystal, is this you? Caller, are you there? Oh, yes. I'm sorry. I was on mute. Oh, Okay. Hi, how are you? How are you? Hello, Mary. Hi, honey. How are you? I'm good. All right. You sound Chris- tired. <laughs> <laughs> you need a back maybe, rub, honey? <laughs> I was going to say, maybe Crystal's already had sex. I don't know. Yeah, but, right? Uh, we got the high pro no. glow. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> the high pro glow. That's awesome. And uh, Crystal, I mean, what's, what do you think is the best way to get more sex or more intimacy out of your mate? Well, um, I don't know if I can think that far back, but 
I guess what everyone has said regarding um, doing things um, for someone, being thoughtful, um, listening to them about what they need and want, and then just surprising them with something that is with, with something that they you don't automatically do all the time, just to give them a little surprise and let them know that you're thinking of them and that you care. Okay, okay, and and I agree with with what you and Mary have both said because. I think the main things you can do to, I guess, help a person get into the mood, you know, and you don't even have to be in the same room, but um, anything that relieves stress. A lot of times mm-hmm. people aren't necessarily focused on intimacy because they're focused on things they have to do, mm-hmm. you know, things that need to be mm-hmm. get done. And if you relieve that stress, it leaves the mind um I guess, in a place where it can focus on other things or wander into other directions. Now, Mary, if being stress-free makes for more lovemaking, then why aren't people more considerate of their mates? I mean, why not make it easier on themselves? Honestly, I don't think people do it intentionally. I think they're kind of like, you know, we're human beings. We tend to be a little egocentric. You know what I mean? Like we have our thoughts and our priorities and our our things in our head, and I think that we get so caught up in it that it's hard to put ourselves in someone else's position, even your mm-hmm. mates. And sometimes we take our mate totally for granted. Like, we don't mean to. It's not like we're trying to be an asshole. It, it just happens. And I think that if you just really think about it, like, I thought the chore thing was brilliant, by the way, what somebody said earlier, like helping around the house. But yeah. not like, you know, on a Saturday she cleans the house, so pull out the vacuum cleaner. No, it's more like... You know tonight she has to get the kids' soccer jerseys washed in order to play ball the next day. Why not go ahead and do that for her while she's doing the dishes or putting the kids down so that she has that extra time to be with you and maybe, you you know, yeah, he's actually have time to have sex. You know what I mean? Like helping each other out. I think it's really hard to put yourself in that other person's position and really understand what their to-do list is and what their priorities are. I think if you don't know, ask. I think that would be the first thing to do. And then go, take that initiative and go ahead and do it without them having to ask you to do it. And exactly. it'll create more time in their day. They'll be more relaxed. It'll, like, it's a total insta-distressor. And plus, they'll get the warm and fuzzies. You know, somebody does something nice for me out of the blue, it's, it, it makes me feel much more connected to them. It makes me feel really grateful and appreciative. Not that I'm going to have sex with you every time you open the door for me, but I just meant, like, if, if it shows you're considerate and it shows you're thinking about me and you care about me. So I will shall reward you. <laughs> okay. And, Crystal, I, I mean, I think she said it all, but why in the world do some people just not get it? Why do some people just make you ask for what you want instead of just getting the hint and doing it? Why is it such a struggle? I think because um, people are so focused on what they want and what their needs are that they're not considerate of the other person. And not necessarily because they don't want to be. It's just that they get home from work or whatever they're doing, they're focused in on making themselves feel good. So, therefore, they're not trying to think about their partner. They want their partner to help them feel better. Does that make them selfish? 
<laughs> well, a little bit, yeah. But I think mm-hmm. a, a lot of times we are selfish. And, you know, we are wanting the same things from our mates that our mate is wanting from us at the same time. So, mm-hmm. you know, I want you to make me feel good. Well, then, well, I need you to make me feel good. So everybody, we're, you know, you're batting against each other. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I know that... um it's one of those situations where if people did focus on what their mate wanted a little more, things would just come off so much easier. And when I say come off, I mean clothes. I mean, everything would just happen, you know? So (laughs) I, I, I think people need to be more understanding and just more considerate of their mate. I mean, what's the point of even being with them if you're not trying to make them happy? Now, of course, don't get me wrong. Everyone has their days where they just don't feel like doing anything. But if that's you the majority of the time, then you probably need to be by yourself. But, all right, Mary, so what are some ways, um, I, I guess, we, we, we mentioned chores. And it can be anything from cleaning to, you mentioned washing the kids' clothes. But, I mean, are there other things that you think would get you in the mood as far as things your mate could do around the house? It's not even around the house. I, like, I loved what you said, like, you don't even have to be in the same room. I mm-hmm. mean, seriously, that is a huge turn on, like, the the sexy text or the 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 random call in the middle of the day. Like, not like we're going to have an hour-long conversation, but, hey, baby, thinking of you, this is what, you know, I, I'm. this is what I'm picturing you wearing right now. And, you know, just kind of flirting putting fun back into it. I, I mm-hmm. love that witty banter back and forth. It doesn't have to be long and drawn out. Um, build up anticipation and excitement. Give you something to look forward to at the end of a long day. And I, I really love that. And I think humor is a big part of it, too. I think a lot of people take things way too seriously. Sure. I think you need to slow down and bring some laughter and have some fun with it. And that really, like sending a funny joke seriously or a suggestive joke, a lot of times that can even get you in the mood because you're laughing instead of being all aggro and, <laughs> and yeah. you're thinking about something fun and your mate help, and you, that has something to laugh with you with. You know what I mean? I think that humor is a big thing. I think that fun, witty banter or um, sexy text can be a really fun thing to do. I really like um, when I to know that my partner is thinking about me. A lot of times you get so caught up and you're not even – thinking about your partner because you're busy, but it's it's so nice to have that get that random message in the middle of the day, whether it be a voicemail or a text, just saying, thinking of you, you know, mm-hmm. picturing you last night, you know, that kind of stuff. I love it. It's hot. I, I agree with you there. I mean, when you get that, that text in the middle of the day and, you know, you're working and everything, and it just, it brings a smile on your face, you know. Totally. Yeah. So I completely get that, and it just it lets you know that the person's thinking about you, but it also kind of puts that person back in the forefront of your mind as well. So, right, right. Uh, Crystal, do you want to add to that list some things that would personally make you more in the mood, things that someone can do um, that could, I guess, relieve your stress? 
know, bringing me home a fresh bottle of tequila always works for me. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. (laughs) I mean, you know, that's just me. So (laughs) that helps. Or a nice bottle of wine for others. And um, anything that relieves, you know, something that I'm doing all the time. I think uh, Mary said it earlier, like just helping out with things that, you know, I'm going to be doing anyway, but you can go ahead and do it, you know. Wash the dishes, <laughs> you know, little things, you know, that you could do. You know, go ahead and put the clothes in the laundry. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, just it's stuff that you know I'm going to do anyway, but if it's already done, what a surprise. How wonderful. I can sit down for a change instead of coming home and then doing the dishes and washing and getting dinner ready. And, uh, <laughs> you know, you don't get to sit down until it's almost time to go to bed. So, and then, mm-hmm. then i got to have sex with you, too. So it's another chore for me to, you know, (laughs) knock off my list. So anything to make, take off one of those would be great. Yeah. And and it's not hard for people to do. That's what's so tripped out about it. And Mm -hmm. um, I know like you have the old school guys who think once they come in the house, they're not responsible for anything in the house. But they don't realize just doing simple things can make it so much easier on her and actually get her in the mood. Just like, all right, um, when I was married, my wife and I had something I guess we would call the Outback policy. I don't know if any of you all have eaten at an Outback restaurant before. But at Outback, Mm -hmm. if a server, it doesn't have to be your server, if they walk past your table and there's trash on your table, they'll pick it up and take it back with them. They don't go back to the kitchen with empty hands, right? So it was kind of the same thing. If I walk past something that needed to be done, you know, whether it's the garbage needs to be taken up or maybe something fell on the floor or you go into the bedroom and clothes need to be folded, you just did it, you know, and everybody's happy. It's not like you have to have some type of assignment um, just because I'm responsible for this primarily. That means I absolutely cannot do this. You know, and people would be surprised. Just those simple little things that you do will make life easier for the other person, and they might decide, you know, that it may put them in the mood a little bit to where you're rewarded for it later. So I just exactly. don't think it's, it's that difficult as some people make it. I mean, you can cook for the person. You know, maybe the first one home cooks. You know, um, we mentioned cleaning. For those who have kids, make sure the kids are accommodated, you know. Make sure their homework is done. Make sure they've had their bath and all that stuff. Because first of all, if you're going to have sex, they need to be in the bed anyway. So you got to get them mm-hmm. situated, you know. And those are just some of the simple things that can clear a person's mind and lead to more sex or more access to sex. All right. So, well, Mary, let me back up for a bit. Let's talk about stress a little bit more. Can stress actually enhance sex as opposed to the opposite? What I find, at least in my relationship, sex is a great uh, stress is actually a motivator to have sex. It's the the best way to relieve stress. You know, you're not thinking about anything else. You're in the moment. I mean, granted, I know it's a little harder to get there when you're, you know, get in the. Hello, Mary. Uh-oh, I lost Mary, Crystal. Um, 
you mind picking up that question for me? Uh, can stress actually yeah. enhance sex? Well, yeah, I think it can. Um, it can, you know, help the stress go away as long as the person you're having sex with isn't the, you know, the purpose of your stress or the cause of your stress. But, you know, um, <laughs> yeah, you know, it's like, you know, exercise relieves stress, you know, just um, takes your mind off of whatever you're upset about or thinking about and um, can make you feel good for at least five or ten minutes and then you are you can relax and everything so yeah it definitely can make you um be less you know stressed absolutely okay and i think um i kind of understand what mary was saying as far as how it's a great stress reliever um you know because people like to have angry sex and mary's back on the line and mary i'll let you finish your thoughts you got disconnected I know, but, I don't uh, know what happened. Sorry, everybody. Yeah, but you were talking about how um, essentially angry sex, how it's a stress reliever. <laughs> I guess it's not, it doesn't necessarily have to be angry, but it's a complete stress reliever for <laughs> me. And it's Come like here, the woman. number one motivator. <laughs> like if my husband is wound so tight and he is so stressed that sex will instantly make him feel better and he won't think about it, he'll be much more relaxed. And when he's relaxed and happy, I'm relaxed and happy, and so it helps us for the rest of the day. Plus, help you can sleep better. So, I, you know, it's just awesome. It, it it really is. I don't have a problem. I think in our relationship, it, we don't have a problem with, like, we're too stressed for sex. Because <laughs> sex is usually a motivator for us to have sex so we can, like, relax. I, I mean, you would think it would be a motivator for most people, you know. I mean... Uh, regardless of what type of day you had, it's like, you know what, if I'm going to sleep better, let me get some sex. You know, I mean, it was right? just so nice. I wish they I wish they sold it in, store, in like six packs. But um, <laughs> Excuse me, baby, I'm taking a shot of stress. <laughs> right, right. Be ready when I get home. <laughs> so, you know, but unfortunately life is not that simple. However, I mean, like I said, I'm just trying to make it simple for some people because a lot of times we get in our own ways and we make things a lot more difficult. But uh, let me ask you this from a lady's perspective, Mary. Uh, Can a man, just simply by listening to you, influence how much affection you, you show towards him? Oh, completely. Completely. Um, if if he's sitting next to me, not looking at his phone, not watching the TV, and not trying to fix my problems, but just sitting there and listening to my problems and Ooh, just kind so of commiserating hard. with me, don't, you don't have to be, you know, the fix it. You don't have to be my problem solver. Sometimes I just want to vent. And um, in fact, most of the time. And so. You know, if he just sits there and listens, I can tell he's attentive because he's looking at me. He's not checking out his phone. He's not, you know what I mean, irritated. Yeah. I hate that. When you're talking to someone and it looks like you can already tell there's like 10,000 miles away from you, there's someplace else, it, you know, that kind of stuff, um, that definitely helps me just, you know, relax, kind of helps me detox. You know, it's kind of like purging. So if the person's listening to you, you're kind of getting all that, you know, toxic energy kind of thing out of you and then 
you're more relaxed and they're helping you by just sitting there and listening. They don't even have to do anything. Just listen. It makes a big difference. And then, of course, I'm definitely much more relaxed and I actually feel more affection towards the person who's, you know, towards my partner who's sitting there taking a time out of his day and just listening to me. Um, So that's really big in our relationship, actually. God, it's really neat that you brought that up because that actually is really huge in our relationship. We, like, make sure we make time, dedicate time, not distracted by children, not distracted by TV, not but distracted by, you know, electronic devices or anything like that. And we actually do carve out time to talk to each other without distractions, and it makes a big difference, I think. We feel closer, more connected. Hmm. Sorry, I'm writing this down. Uh, No, you know what, man? My biggest problem, and it's something that I've done a lot better with over the last few months, uh, well, I'll say longer than a few months, maybe since last year, But um, and that's not fixing the problem every single time I hear something. Because when someone tells me their problem, before they even finish their sentence, I've already formulated a way in my mind to fix it. Mm-hmm. And it it does keep you from listening when you do that. And that's just a man thing. It's very hard to turn off. But mm-hmm. um, I've been trying to do a little more active listening and clear my head and just mm-hmm. respond. And, um, you know, it does work. It does work. And like you say, sometimes a woman doesn't want you to fix the problem. She just wants to get something off her chest. She may know how to fix it herself. But she just needs to get it off her chest, and to allow her to do that, I, I think is comforting to to some women. And and Crystal, I, I don't know if you feel the same way as Mary does, but um, just a man who genuinely pays attention isn't that a turn on or not for you? Yeah, sometimes that is. Um, <laughs> you know, I mean, you of course would want uh, someone to actually notice you in the room or something. But, um, you know, but there's so many ways you can do that without necessarily doing it, I guess. You can do it subtly. I think you were saying earlier by texting, things like that, or, you know, Mm -hmm. just by showing little things. The little things really um, are important. And, um, like, you know, I'm a flower girl. I love flowers. So, you know, bringing me flowers usually does it. That means you're paying attention to me. Um, you know, or, or writing things for her means you're paying attention or whatever she's into. So, um, and it has to be something that she doesn't necessarily say every day. It could be something that she says once or, you know, every now and again. And that's why, for me, um, holidays and birthdays and things like that are very important because that means that you're paying attention. Okay. I completely understand that. Completely understand that. She brought up such a good point. I think this is I think this is the most important thing. Everybody has a different way they receive love. Like they feel love. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. maybe for her, you know, un, you know, a massage wouldn't necessarily, you know, fill her love tank kind of thing. But maybe you bring home a bouquet of flowers out of the blue. No, he didn't do anything wrong. He's just being thoughtful and bringing home flowers totally elevates it to where it's through the roof. So I think that understanding your partner and me asking them what, what works for them and how they feel love and how they receive love is really important because not everybody 
you know, receives love or hears love or feels love the same way. Do you know what I mean? I think that's a really yeah. important message out of this because some people could sit and just have a long talk for a half an hour and be like, wow, I feel so fulfilled. You know what I mean? Where somebody else mm-hmm. would be like, um, that, that does nothing for me. So just knowing what your what makes your partner feel connected and love for and loved can make okay. a big difference. I agree. I agree. It can make a big difference. And um, I mean, when you're in a relationship and you just get something that you enjoy for no reason, you know, just because it just really means a lot, and it can do so much. Just um, you know, to a person's feelings for that day, regardless of how they feel, they may already be happy. It can take them to another level. But if they're down in the dumps, it would definitely kind of reverse that mood, so to speak. Totally. But, all right, gonna gonna take a quick break and hear from another sponsor, and we'll be right back. Sex and Life with Eli Jakeman is full of interesting conversations with members of the adult industry, sex trade, and people like you with interests some might consider unusual. It's dedicated to educating and informing about the millions of ways our lives interact with our sexuality. Have a listen. We hope you learn something that may change your life for the better. That's sexandlifepodcast.com. My name is Chanel Tapper, and you're listening to Talk to Q Radio Show. No experts, just opinions. All right. We're back on the Talk to Q Radio Show. Brought to you by TruthDevour.com. Thanks to the Sex, Sex and Life podcast and Eli Jakeman for being a sponsor of tonight's show. And let me go to the 601 area code, the bold new city of Jackson, Mississippi, and welcome on Eminem. Eminem, what's going on, man? Hey, what up, Q? What a radio world? Not a lot. And Eminem, you're just in time for this question. We just talked about how for the ladies, just by a man simply listening to them can influence their intimacy, their intimacy levels, right? A man listening to a woman genuinely can make them actually get hot. But for a guy, can a woman allowing a man peace and quiet after work affect his intimacy level towards her? Of course. Uh, see, one thing about a guy uh, a guy like to be a guy. A guy like to be left alone. But loneliness, loneliness allows a guy to think about a female. Now that might seem kind of like straddle the fence, but this is the point I'm getting at. See, guys are more like routine. You know, especially you know, once a uh, joker get over, you know, thirty or some shit like that. You know, it's like all right, you come home from work, take your shoes off. You know pop on the tube, you know, maybe check out, you know, NFL Network or something like that. It's kind of like a routine thing, you know. Pop a beer, do whatever. You know, you just kind of go with the flow. But you don't want to hear a bunch of bullshit. Matter of fact, you know, a lot of people hate to even see another car in the driveway because, like, shit, you know, you don't want to hear nothing. But in the case where you don't hear nothing, now after you done went through your routine, you done got your shit out of the way. Yeah, it's selfish, but, yeah, you done, you know, Got your thoughts out the way. You done settled down. And guess what a man think about when he's settled? Pussy. 
if he's straight. That's all you think about his pussy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Once a man calms down from whatever he's, you know, agitated about, that's the first thought he got, period. It's nothing else. You know, it's like uh, earthquakes, whatever. I'm talking about, yeah, it's fucked up, but a guy is not thinking about nothing but pussy. When he's settled, when a guy's not settled, he's thinking about other shit he needs to do, which usually ends up the cause or the reason why he's getting pussy. See what I'm saying? <laughs> but if he's if he's in a relaxed mode, he thinks about pussy 100%. But if he's irritated, well, see, you getting him off his thoughts. Okay. You know? Well, Mary, like do you think agree about with what that? what you got on and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> Mary, I, I'm the type of guy when I get off of a, you know, I get home from a long day, I want to sit down. Um, I have my favorite sports show that I watch. It, it's a 30 minute show called Part of the Interruption. It comes on ESPN, and I sit down. I watch Part of the Interruption, and normally after that, I'm good. I can take on whatever has to be done around the house and everything. So, I mean, do you agree that? If a woman can allow a man peace and quiet for a little bit, even if it's just 20 minutes, and it can make a huge difference towards how he feels towards her. 100,000% agree. I mean, I, I can't even agree more. I was raised by my dad, and my dad would come home, and I would never, ever bombard him at the door. Like, I would say, hello, hi, you know, that kind of – so I was taught really early on, and my dad just needed to do his – dude thing, whatever that was, just disappear for a while, you know, unwind. And then usually within a half hour, 45 minutes, he would, hey, how was your day? And you know what I mean? And and be ready mm-hmm. to talk. It was like it was like he was spent and he needed to come home, be alone to recharge, switch gears to the family life or home life. And then here I am. I'm present now. I totally agree, and it has helped my relationship so much. Um, I used to do that with my ex-husband. Even though we're not married, that wasn't the problem. You know, and, and he appreciated it, and then my husband now appreciates it. When he comes home, I literally just, I welcome him. You know, of course, I'm, you know, I welcome him. I mean, I'm not like right. Ozzy and Harriet or anything, or you know, but definitely, <laughs> you know, welcome him, and then, you know, let him do his thing. I, I never bombard him when he comes in. I just let him detox, and it really helps. It, it, it. I can't even understand. I, I've seen girlfriends do it and friends do it, like when their spouse walks in the door and they just literally, oh my God, the car broke down, and da 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 da, and they like fire all these things at him as soon as the dude. Like, dude, let him breathe. I mean, it was unbelievable. So, um, mm. yeah, I think I agree wholeheartedly, pretty much yeah, across example. the board with every man I ever met. There's always a problem. That makes it even worse. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right? Right? And, uh, and that's a big one, too. It's like, okay, the first thing out of your mouth should not be, where the hell were you? You know, what I, <laughs> like every time, you, you know, I had a really shitty day. Well, maybe he did, too. You know what I'm saying? It's like... You know, I, I think that, you know, giving them their space, you know, giving my man his space when he comes home is a big help. And also my approach. Like, I just don't, like, fire a bunch of, lob a bunch of bombs at him all at once either. <laughs> all right. Crystal, how do you feel about that? Can peace and quiet lead to more harmony in the bedroom? I guess. I mean, you know, 
<laughs> you know, if he needs to be left alone, then fine. I'll leave him alone. You know, whatever. And, take um, that credit card. Forget the rest. <laughs> exactly. Shit. Where are your keys? I got to go. Um, <laughs> okay, that's fine with me. <laughs> that means there's downtime for me. So, beautiful. One thing I learned oh, yeah, is like, I, I, oh, go ahead. I'm so sorry. No, go ahead. Oh, basically, I was gonna say it's like it seems like with men, men need to be alone to recharge their batteries. Do you know what I mean? Like to be solitary mm-hmm. in the man cave or what, garage tinkering or whatever it is, they need to be alone. And women exactly. recharge their batteries by being around <laughs> friends and talking. It's like the complete <laughs> opposite. Right. I didn't say fiddling. I said tinkering. <laughs> well, yeah, that's what that is, tinkering. They probably have a tape playing that just, just you know, you just hear tinkering, but that's not what they're doing. <laughs> All right, so last one on this particular topic, and we'll move on to the next. Um, can sex itself, and this is for you, Mary, can sex itself lead to more sex. I mean, can having sex just make you want to have more? Are you asking me personally, Q? I mean, I'm just kidding. Yeah, why not? <laughs> or I mean, or in general, however you want to do it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. For me, um, I know me personally, if I don't have sex, my sex drive plummets. I, I stop thinking about sex. I know it's kind of the opposite a lot of times with men. They don't have sex, and then they think of, the, you know, they want it even more. It's like, you mm-hmm. know, going on a diet, and all of a sudden you want a freaking Banana Royale from Baskin-Robbins all the time. So it's kind of one of those things. But for me, if the less sex I have, my sex drive, my libido just freaking plummets. But the more sex I have, the higher my sex drive is and the more sex I want. So, yes. For me, yes, <laughs> it does. Okay. But I think that, like, the more sex, usually it shows that you're connecting maybe more, you know, even if it's physically, you're connecting with your partner, and that's mm-hmm. got to help with your relationship overall. I mean, if sex is a priority for them and you're making sex a priority for you, then that's got to help your relationship, which gives you warm and fuzzies and, you know, you're more receptive and more positive about your partner, which leads to even more sex. Do you see what I'm saying? It's kind of like this right. cyclical thing. Okay. And, um, you know, Crystal, let me get your input on it. Can sex ultimately lead to more sex, put you in the mood for it more? Uh, if the guy can make me multi-orgasmic, which Probably not. Um, I think I've only had one guy who could do that. <laughs> um, but I have to agree with Mary. Um, if I'm not having sex, I don't think about it. I think about other things. Yep. <laughs> yep. And and I think that is a kind of a female thing, maybe because our organs are primarily inside. Uh, they're only out just a little bit, as well as you guys are just you know just waving in the wind there. <laughs> oh, you can't help it, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Another reason why God is a woman. <laughs> and once that fresh air hits it, you know, something needs to happen. Exactly. But, 
Eminem, what about what about you, man? As a as a guy, I mean, can you know hitting it a couple times and you know maybe a Tuesday night then a Wednesday night make you be like you know all right what's going on Thursday and Friday night? Well, yeah, I mean it's a it's an old folk saying, man. Um, that that just kind of went for generation and kind of resonates on the the younger guys to hear it. And I was fortunate to hear this from some of the greatest. But uh, like I say, man, they say get all you can while you can because, you know, uh, the guys that came along way before Cialis and Viagra and all that shit, you know, they had to cherish heaven on earth, which was basically pussy. So uh, as long as your dick get hard, you should be trying to put it in something. So... uh, (laughs) Something female, you know what I'm saying? So, uh, we're, we're Put it know. in something, huh? Right. But as long as it's female, that's the thing. Put it in something female. So, you know. Okay, so for those who saw American Pie, don't use the apple pie. <laughs> <laughs> I get, Now, I do understand... Um, People who say that if you don't get it, then after a while, you don't think about it. You don't now. You don't care now. I don't. Well, I don't know if that applies to men or not. I mean, regardless of my situation, I'm thinking about it. But um, I, I can see how that can be one of those out of out of sight, out of mind type of things. But for the most part, once you kind of start and it's good. I, I mean, I think it kind of makes you want it more, you know, to where it's mm-hmm. like, all right, let's, because when you think back to when you first start dating someone and you first, you have sex for the first time and it's good, you know, you're not like ready to break up with the person or anything after the first time. Next thing you know, you're going at it like rabbits for a few weeks because it's new to you. It's good. It's just, it's almost intoxicating, you know, and I think it has that effect regardless of what stage in a relationship that you're in, if you're getting it in on a regular basis, then a lot of times it's harder to break that cycle, I think, than if you're just doing it every blue moon or whenever or because it's on the calendar. So, I totally agree. When like if, The only time we really have a, have a dry spell, and a dry spell for us is, you know, very short compared to a lot of people, it's because, like literally somebody's like really sick. <laughs> yeah. And that that's basically the only time like you physically you have the flu, you know, you're going to vomit on them, probably not going to have sex tonight. But <laughs> it, <laughs> definitely but, not all sex. No. No. So <laughs> no gas needed. Right? <laughs> that stomach acid is no joke. <laughs> But yeah, totally. I I, to- I completely agree. I completely agree. Yeah, it, it makes you want it more. Yeah, but see, uh, but uh, yeah, Mary, you you was on here that that time. I think we was talking about uh, attraction or something like that. I think it was one of the real sick shows. I don't know. A Q, I might be all off somewhere. But uh, that's what I was saying, man. You know, to the you know a lot of guys are always going you know, be politically correct and all that shit, but most guys think like an animal. If we are attracted to a chick 
it don't matter too much about nothing about her until it's too late. You know, that's why strip clubs are so popular because, you know, women are catered to thoughts of male fantasies. And, mm-hmm. you know, and, and when a guy becomes uh, wealthy or he has a pretty good job or whatever, the first thing on his mind, well, number, the number one thing on his mind from birth is pussy, but... Now, when you get a little money in your pocket, it's pussy with the girl, the closest you can get to, you know, the the chick in a in a King magazine or Playboy centerfold, what, whatever floats your boat. That's what mm-hmm. men think about. You know, you're not thinking about how many books this bitch done read. You know, you're thinking about, you know, I'm trying to get the baddest motherfucker I can find, and uh, and I think that goes a long way too with. Uh, you know, sex drive. That's why Hugh Hefner done live so damn long. He ain't just. I agree. He ain't just fucking. <laughs> he fucking motherfuckers that the twenty year olds can't get. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Shit. You know. And that's what an empire do for you. Exactly, and see, that's what guys. <laughs> that's what. That's what. That's why guys idolize like you know rappers versus you know science or physics teachers. You know that type of shit. You know that's the closest. The closest you can get to as many women and beautiful women you can get, you know, that is the ultimate male fantasy, you know. So that is the true sex drive of a man, and y'all heard it right here on Talk to Q. Subscribe. (laughs) 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 But, I I mean, and I agree with that, Eminem, as far as um, how guys respond and things of that nature. And... You know, guys and women, of course, are completely different in their approach to sex for the most part. Now, you do have some women and men who think alike, but for the most part, they're completely different. Um, A lot of times, some women can, it's more of a mental thing or an emotional thing. You stimulate her mind, then um, everything else just kind of falls in place, as opposed to a guy, you know, you just rub on us and we're we're ready to go. I mean, we don't have any blood left in our brain to think. So it's not about, you know, a thought process that goes with it. And so because of that, a lot of times we have the disconnect, but a lot of, I guess it's a matter of thinking beforehand that can make things easier. And I'm just speaking it on towards guys. I think if guys just kind of thought things beforehand, just don't think you, you can always walk in the house you know, and just, okay, I'm here, you know, lay down, let's do this. I mean, that that's not going to always work, okay? Maybe you have some women who are cool with that, but, you know, that's not going to always work. It's going to take some some priming, I guess is the way to put it. Um, you know, you can always start your car in the winter and just take off. That's going to be a little hard on the engine, but sometimes you got to let it warm up and, you know, just to get that smooth ride out of it, so to speak, pun intended. But, all right, so I, I want to bring up this other topic. Oh, and, so you're uh, going into the side chick philosophies now. <laughs> no, not quite. But <laughs> I'm going to get into this other topic uh, brought to you by <laughs> liquidlifedrops.us. <laughs> and, okay, the sex toy technology is getting very advanced. But even the most sophisticated, you know, sex toy has not solved the problem of how to memorialize one who has maybe a deceased partner. Okay, that's where this guy named Mark Sturkerboom comes in. 
He's created a blown glass dildo that doubles as an urn. Okay? So oh. you basically put the ashes of your loved one into the glass dildo. Oh. And that way you all can make love from the afterlife. Uh, it's called 21 Grams. It was shown at Milan Design Week this month. And it can hold up to 21 grams of ashes. Um, it's a gold urn with a translucent shaft. So the ashes don't, you know, slosh around or anything. And it actually has a little classy look to it. <laughs> so, Mary, let me start with you. Would you give 21 grams a try to make sure that you're still connected to your loved one in the afterlife? I don't even know how to respond to that. <laughs> Wow. Yeah, when I first read about it, I was mortified and and yet had this strange, morbid curiosity, and it, it, it's like a love-hate thing. <laughs> it's a brilliant idea, by the way, and the 21 grams is freaking awesome. Whoever thought of that name is awesome. That's great. <laughs> I when I read the name, I was like, "Oh, that is insane." Okay, so would I give it a try? How much are they paying me? No, <laughs> and does it have? <laughs> no, I would not give it a try. I would, I would, I would most certainly not um, give it a try. It's creepy, um, but other people, I get it. It's cool. I, I mean, if 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 that will help you. Um, you know, and they're going to have a hell of an afterlife. I don't think the Egyptians ever considered this possibility. (laughs) (laughs) You know, the next, never mind. I went to a really even more creepy spot. (laughs) But, you know, (laughs) no, I would not try it It unless they're paying me and a lot. And, and, you know, no. And I wouldn't put someone else's ashes in it to try it either. So, no, no, wouldn't try it. Creepy. Sorry for all those who thought it was a brilliant idea. Sorry. So, no. Mm-mm. And who's going to fill it? Do you fill it yourself? I don't know. I would assume not because it's sealed. So, I yeah, don't know. So- I guess do do you do you deliver it to the crematorium and then the the they know that you're gonna you know do this with your beloved ashes? I, I mean, I hope it's done after the funeral at least. Yeah, well, yeah. Nobody wants a dildo. <laughs> or maybe you're having a really hard time. Home. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, no, wouldn't do it, and it kind of creeps me out. Sorry. Okay, Crystal. What about you? Afterlife Nookie? Uh, um, no, absolutely not. That is the most disrespectful thing I've ever heard of in my life. Um, I think that if you want to have make love or whatever to your to your husband or you know love of your life or something in the afterlife, you should learn how to do some lucid dreaming, which I know how to do, by the way. And um, then you can have all the sex you want in this beautiful so, okay. um, yeah, no, that's horrible, and I think that is, yeah, just horrible. 
So anyway, that's all I have to say about that. <laughs> I don't know. I kind of thought it was interesting. I don't know if you, what where you read the article at. I I caught I caught the article about it um, on one website, and mm-hmm. seriously, it was all men commenting. I think there was like one woman out of like a hundred postings. It was crazy. All the men were like horrible, nightmarish. You know, because I think they're <laughs> like they're gonna know the view, right? Right. <laughs> like, right. And the oh, women, wow. you know, I guess my view is it. it to me, I personally wouldn't do it. It kind of creeps me out, totally creeps me out. But um, the dude, the person's dead. You know what I mean? It, it, it's, you know, it's not like their spirit is in there. You, do, you, do you know what I'm saying? And if I guess we're so, like, pent up and, and weird um, about sex. And, you know, I, I think that if I would rather, you know, people enjoy themselves sexually and and be free to do so, I guess. Mm-hmm. It's not hurting anybody. Um, right. So, you know, I, I hate to put, like, stigma and judge people because it's kind of like I'd rather love to see, you know, a bunch of old biddies, like, getting off every night <laughs> than, mm-hmm. than not. And if that helps them enjoy and have more pleasure, then – well, shit, who am I to judge them? I mean, the dude's dead. It's not like they're being, you know, disrespectful with a body. It's not like there's a corpse in there. Do you, you, you see what I'm saying? Like, I, I guess. <laughs> I don't know how how all that works. And Eminem, what's your opinion on it, man? Because I'm like, oh, you know, it I'm just, just ha- seems just a little. It just seems a little weird because I'm thinking like, okay, what if. Yeah. What if dude went to hell? Does that mean that after sex you're going to be burning in the morning? I mean, how's all that work? I mean, it's just, it's oh my just God. a little. Man, oh. I, I just I just have the old uh, visual. Uh, I can't remember the character name on this old movie, The Range or whatever. Uh, I just have a, a, a characterization of his face and then Norman from Bates Motel. I mean, them strange, like, uh, hell nah, man. Nah, nah. Nah, once it's gone, it's gone, you know. And then screwing the ashes, hell. I mean, most guys don't want to screw nothing over, you know, you know, 50, 60 years old, let alone something dead. So, I mean, shit. You know, I'm just saying. I'm just keeping it real, man. Shit. Mm-mm. Nah. I mean, and then if it breaks and the ashes spill in you, you get pregnant with ghosts. Oh. I mean, how does all that work? Right. And then, you know, what, what happens if you have a happy accident and it's nothing – Blocking it, you know, you making cement and shit, you know what I'm saying? You you cemented in love, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's some fellatio like a motherfucker, man. It brings the word possession to a whole new level. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, to each their own. I know I'm laughing about it, but, I mean, to each their own if if it takes. Thank you. A- like crumbs. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> I mean, if it takes ashes to float your boat in a glass deal, don't you know? Do you or do it? But uh, I just don't know anyone who would be into that. I'm sure there's some out there. I just don't know anyone who would who would admit it. How about that? I don't know anyone who would admit it. And that's a good that's a good lead into a flick. Like you know, some chick be 
all up on some kind of urine or whatever, and some, you know, the janitor or whatever peep in, and he just kind of ease in and say, now, you know, Oscar's gone, but I'm here. And just <laughs> Oh, my God, you get Tim Burton on the line, Tim Burton porn. <laughs> that would be total Tim Burton porn. <laughs> Nightmare before Valentine's Day. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah, the last thing I want to do is see a dildo filled with ashes in a porn. I mean, you know. <laughs> My goodness. <laughs> I mean, come on. Now, that'd be way too much. Just, you know, <laughs> sex, sexy ashes 39. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> Let's see. We're so on, twisted. We're a pretzel. It's sick. <laughs> on tomorrow's show, uh, we'll discuss how technology is the reason that we're broke. We'll talk about how it was once what was once a luxury is now a necessity in our lives and how it's hurting us financially. That's tomorrow at 10 p.m. Eastern on the Talk to Q radio show. No experts, just opinions. Brought to you by TruthDevour.com and LiquidLifeDrops.us. Okay, before we get into our final thoughts, I have um, another quick break to take for a sponsor. And one little small mini topic to get into in just a minute. If you own a business, you know how important it is to get the word out about what you have to offer. I want to tell you about a great online local business directory that will get you the attention you want. It's called searchforthere.com and it's fantastic. At searchforthere.com, multiple discounts are available on their local business directory with lots of great features. They have diamond or silver plans available that can save you tons. The diamond plan includes featured listings and the silver plan includes video as well as other great tools to promote your business. So take advantage of these great deals today and get listed as soon as possible. There are hundreds, even thousands of customers out there just waiting for you to get listed. Searchforwardhere.com is simply the best local business directory. So whether you own one business or many companies, it doesn't matter. Searchforwardhere.com is your number one local business directory. You can call them at 253-324-3352 or email them at sales at searchforwardhere.com. Searchforwardhere.com. Thank you. Search for it here dot com. And as we get into our final thoughts, um I, I wanna bring up just one more thing for you all to just talk about. Um and that's being out of sync in the bedroom. Mismatched libidos. And it's it's really a problem for a lot of um married people. And it mainly stems from um from what a lot of surveys said and on the CNN article that I read, women who, you know, because it takes them longer to reach orgasms in bed than it does men, it kind of affects their desire because if the man is not willing to help them climax, and a lot of times when you get into bed before you have to go to work the next morning, you know, you may not want to go through the chore of, having sex for 10 minutes so he can get his and go to sleep while you're sitting there unfulfilled. So it can cause kind of like a mismatch in desire when it comes to having sex. So, um, Crystal, I'll start with you first. If you want to just speak on the mismatched libido, do you agree that bad sex is the reason for it from a woman's perspective? And you can give your final thoughts on the other couple of topics we had. 
Well, um, as far as the um, mismatch, that happens a lot sometimes, you know. I think it's kind of where you get the whole um, idea of women faking it. Mm-hmm. And we fake it mainly because of that situation, because we know that sometimes men want to have sex more than us at, at some time, you know, some periods, and you want to please your mate. So you just go ahead and you do it. You fake it, soldier. and right, you let him get off, so you can get on with your life. And you know, if you need to, <laughs> that sounds so bad. If you need to, <laughs> if so you bad. need to continue, you know, you go in the bathroom and you and finish get your up. urn. <laughs> right, <laughs> and you know, you finish up, and then you know, whatever, or you just turn over and go to sleep. I mean, it happens all the time. You know, and it's sometimes it's not, at least not for me, it's not really that big of a deal. Mm-hmm. Um, some guys want to, and, it, and see, this is why you have to fake it, because guys seem to want to hear you, you know, orgasm. Uh-huh. So, you know, they need to hear it. You know, you, you can't just get off on their own, you know, or just allow, you know, no, no, I'm waiting for you. I'm like, no, no, go ahead. So you look like, no, no, everything's fine. I'm good. But, um, so, you know, since he's working so hard, then you just go ahead and fake it so, you know, you can move on. But, uh, but you know, it's it's not that big of a deal, really, I think, um, for a lot of women to do that from time to time. It's a big deal for guys to know that, um, yeah. that this is happening because they feel like, oh, well, I'm not able to please my woman. It's right. like, no, we just want you to get off. So get Crystal, off you're a good American. Crystal for president. <laughs> You know, whatever works. Um, but anyway, good topic. Uh, very interesting. Always love it when Mary comes on. She's so much fun to hear. <laughs> and um, but no, good show. And you know, I, I guess the only thing I can leave uh, couples with is that pay attention to your mate, and um, you know, do things around the house, do things for them that you didn't, you don't do before. Listen and write things down if you have to. You know, put it away so they can think that you're so thoughtful and everything. And um, you'll have a better marriage or a better relationship. Ah, that is so sweet. It is. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Crystal. You're welcome. Okay. And Eminem, what about you when it comes to the mismatched libido? Um, You know, a lot of times guys are going to want it more than women and a lot of women aren't going to want it because they're not necessarily being satisfied. I mean, how do you feel about that? And then also give your final thoughts. Well, I mean, <laughs> thinking like uh, about 90% of guys, you know, if unless a guy is in some kind of super commitment or whatever, you know, he, the average guy don't give a shit, you know. Now, he gives a shit for bragging rights if he's trying to go through the chick and all her friends. Well, yeah. You know, uh, you know. Then that's when the, you always go for the goal. You know, you don't stop till you get tears. You know, tears of joy or something like that. That's the ultimate goal. You know, that's the ultimate ego booster. You know, like man, man, I made that bitch cry. You know, that's the thing. That's what all guys want to say. You know, I mean, you know, uh, that's the ultimate. So it's hard to, you know, unless you're a professional actress, Halle Berry or somebody like that. You know. It's hard I to know fake you need tears. to use professional actors and Halle Berry in the same sentence. Right, because she can fake some tears, you know. Oh, he hit me. All that shit, but that's another topic. But, uh, <laughs> um, 
you know. But uh, as far as you know, satisfaction and all that. I mean, that's why I, I, I'm against, uh, uh, you know, waiting to have sex after you're married because see, these are <laughs> real factors that people kind of need to know. You know, it's like if you're that mismatched, it's gonna be some serious problems. Uh, that's true. You know, yeah. So, uh, but I got a solution for it. Um, all you have to do is, I know everybody's not into politics, but everybody has a local councilman or alderman. Go ahead and put some things on the docket and then move it up the pipe to your senators and your representatives and bring that shit to Congress and tell them you want to pass Bill 1313 and marry everybody will be honky-dory and happy. I trust you mm-hmm. because you don't have to go get no damn urn when you got all your real meat <laughs> on every corner. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Yeah. You know. Oh, that's what awesome. You Everything, everything. You know, I ain't telling you don't screw. Screwing is cool. <laughs> All right. I appreciate that, Eminem. <laughs> uh, Mary, I will let you shut it down. Um, I want to thank you, first of all, for coming on to the show. Uh,. Let everyone know Thanks where they can find me. you. Let everyone know where they can find you first of all, and then let us know about the mis- mismatched libidos, dildos with ashes, and uh, just what they can do to relieve stress to get more sex. Nice. First of all, thank you very, 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 very much for having me on again. And it was great to talk to Crystal and Eminem. I haven't talked to them in a while, so it was really great to hear their voices. I had a fabulous time. You can find me at dirtyinpublic.com. You can also find me at sexlovechatpodcast.com. You can find me on Twitter at dirtyinpublic. You can find me on Facebook at dirtyinpublic. Pretty easy to find, (laughs) actually. Are you you feeling a theme? Are you feeling a (laughs) I have an Instagram. Still haven't figured that damn thing out. Um, (laughs) Because I'm not 12, and that's a problem. Anyways, mm. I love what Eminem said, by the way, in terms of, like, do have premarital sex. Do not wait till after you're married and you bought the farm to know what the milk is like. You just don't do that. Um, <laughs> I promise your pastor will forgive you. Um <laughs> You know, it's better to be married to somebody that that you are compatible with and stay, you know, have a fighting chance of making it work than buying the farm on something that you'd never want to taste again. I just can't imagine. Anyways, so love that Eminem said that. Have hey, premarital you know sex, I know. please. <laughs> And, um, okay, as for the mismatched, um, mismatched um, sex drive, I think uh-huh. that it, uh, libidos, I think it's really hard um, um, because I think for men, <laughs> it's the it. Coolidge effect where they could marry. I mean, look at freaking Nicole Kidman got cheated on. I, I, what the fuck is that? Uma Thurman got cheated on. They're freaking badasses, and they're gorgeous, and they got cheated on. It's Men, it could be with the most beautiful woman on the planet, and unless there's some variety or novelty, he's, he, his libido is going to chill. It's going to cool. 
and you got to just keep a keep him interested and keep ways just like a man needs to keep a woman interested either it's like doing chores or bringing flowers or just sitting on the couch and freaking listening to her and not trying to solve all her problems that you know and a woman can you know get lingerie or you know not bombard him when he walks through the door there's different ways to enhance and to promote a, a, a healthy relationship. And I think novelty is a big part of it. It's harder as years go on, but you've got to keep things new and got to keep things fresh. And if you have a mismatch from libido or sex drive, I think it's going to be really hard to, um, to make everybody happy. How's that? Not everybody's going to be happy when you have that because if somebody has a high right. sex drive, you know, and, and, you're tr- and you have a lower sex drive, you're going to feel like you're subservient, like you're, you know, it's a chore, it's a to-do list item, which eventually is going to give you a lot of resentment and anger. And then it works the other way, too. You have a high sex drive. Your other, you don't want to force your partner to have sex with you, but then you're going to have resentment because you're not getting it. There's either way. It's just an ugly scenario. Highly recommend you see a sexual therapist mm. um, and, and get some help because, it's not just going to happen by you two duking it out or ignoring the problem. It's just not. You got to get help. So that would be my advice. Um, the the urn thing. Shoot. You know what? Whatever floats your boat. It's not hurting anything. You know. God. You know. It's twenty grand. Twenty one grams is all it takes. Go for it. Do it. I, I'm not here to judge. I'm not going to buy one ever. Um, Especially you can get, like, one that has no, nothing dead inside of it, and, you know, <laughs> and it vibrates, so that one's fine with me. Um, anyways, and so, yeah, that's kind of how I feel about the urn thing. Yeah. And then, that's literally what was the 50 other shades one? of gray. What was that? I said that's literally 50 shades of gray. Right? But, yeah, um, I was with you on that one. The last one was how stress can um, – give you access to more sex relieving stress yeah and this one I think is a lot about it's not just doing things sometimes it's de-stress can be not doing things (laughs) you know like what we talked about give your partner time to detox and Mm -hmm. maybe your partner you know you know not placing as many expectations on you you know and, and, and helping you out without you having to ask them to do something, them just being aware of what you need. And it's not a – I know when you talk about reducing stress, it's not like a sexy topic per se, um, but it, it there are things that you can do. And most of it has to do with communicating and knowing what floats your partner's boat and what they need in order to prioritize sex in their life. I think keeping it a priority is number one. And if you both have it set at the same priority and understand each other's needs – then you have a chance to have more sex. And um, for me, if I'm stressed, sex really helps. So I'm kind of weird that way. And um, I love you guys, and it was great seeing seeing you. I feel like I saw you um, (laughs) talking to you all. And Eminem, you're always awesome. You always have a completely different perspective, which I love. I love it. It's awesome. I love it. (laughs) (laughs) and and crystal you are an incredible woman and i get a lot of joy and i learn a lot from you every time i talk to you 
So it was great to hear from you again. (laughs) All right. Well, we appreciate you coming on, Mary. It's always a pleasure to have you on. As you know, you're always welcome. You have a key. You're always welcome. You're a show Now I have my voice back. You'll hear me more, I promise. (laughs) Okay. But, um, yeah, as far as, you know, stress being a way, I guess, to, to get someone in the mood a little bit more, I mean, we mentioned chores, we mentioned, um, you know, some of the small things you can do. And there's nothing wrong with with gifts. I know Crystal mentioned it earlier. And a lot of times we as guys, we think the word gift is a bad word. It's really not. You'll have some guys that will go into a strip club and make it rain for 500 bucks, but then they feel like if they buy something for 25 bucks for their woman, it makes them a punk. I mean, get your priorities straight. Nice. Get your priorities straight, all right? I mean, you know, get your life. There is nothing wrong with giving your woman a gift, okay? If you're gonna, if she's going to be called your woman, then she has to be worth something. So that's just how I look at it. If you value the title of having her be your woman. So don't think that gifts are a bad word. There's nothing wrong with giving a woman a gift when it's not Valentine's or a birthday or Christmas. Okay. You know how guys think, you know. I mean, yeah, they worried about what, what worried other about guys. No <laughs> worried about what other guys. <laughs> but I'm serious. You know, dudes will just go yeah, and right. blow you're money. Right. They'll go right. blow money on, on something where if you took that same $500 and put it in your woman's G-string, not only would you get sex, you'll probably get breakfast in the morning. You, know. <laughs> you do it at a strip club. And most club. of those guys bitching about the presents are probably single. Yeah. Well, probably. So but, uh, I, I'm just saying, it's it's all right, and it goes both ways. Now, guys like gifts, you know. Yeah, but most of the time we like we like bedroom gifts, but we like monetary gifts too. Yeah, yeah. If you give them the multi, if you if you can master multi orgasmic experiences, you know, you probably ain't got to buy them shit. <laughs> There's probably some truth to that, evidence. There's probably some truth to that. They they the they'll be all right. The giving. Yeah, <laughs> over and over again. Yeah, and you can keep your day job of cutting the lawn and you know just you know working, <laughs> making ends meet. Because you got the meat. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Well, I appreciate it, you all. Thanks so much for joining the show, Mary. Eminem, I appreciate it. Crystal, thanks for chiming in. And so my thanks to Mary LaBelle of DirtyInPublic.com. Uh, my thanks to Truth Devour. Get the book Wanting on Amazon or visit TruthDevour.com. LiquidLifeDrops.us, completely natural ingredients that work along with your body's natural processes to help you feel better. And my thanks to searchforithere.com. If you're looking for affordable online business listings or cheap banner listings, you are at the right place. Searchforithere.com. Oh, and I don't want to forget Eli Jakeman of the sexandlifepodcast.com. So thanks to show legends, callers, tweet chatters for participating on tonight's show. The upcoming show schedule can be found at TalkToQ.com. If you want to hear previous shows, then subscribe to me on iTunes or Stitcher Radio and get caught up. Have a good night. Now, check out the newest song from Sorrentos Meloja. 
It's entitled A Mission of Heart. You can download it for free on his website right now at melogia.com, M-E-L-O-G-I-A.com. Everyone have a great night. Talk to you tomorrow. How you feel